And when you get to the point where all you want to do is be successful, as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. You don't want it bad and then you want to party. You don't want it as much as you want to be cool. You, most of you don't want success as much as you want to sleep. Some of you love sleep more than you love success. And I'm here to tell you today, if you're going to be successful, you've got to be willing to give up sleep. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, King Legend 757. You already know the vibes. On this episode, we bringing special guest, upcoming artist, Prezi, to the platform. This dude dropped a song called Do Better. 47 million views on Worldstar and YouTube combined. Yes, that's right. Over 47 million views. That is a whole lot of views. And so on this episode, we bring him to the show. He's going to be talking about, you know, what was his life like before the, before the fame, I guess you could say, because he's definitely a superstar and going places and all the way down to even just meeting the late Nipsey Hustle. So, yeah, we're going to chop it up. It was a great interview. Dude was definitely going places. Got a good head on the shoulder, and I wish him the best. So let's get right to it. It's Prezi, y'all. We hear you loud and clear, my brother. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I've been cool, man. Appreciate you for having me, bro. Not a problem, man. I appreciate your time, brother. So we're going to get Shut right up. down to it, bro. Um, So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you get the name Prezi from? Let's hear about it. Um, Prezi. That, um, Prezi just came from, it really came from, like, one of my partners was joking with me. Because um, mm -hmm. there'd be so much shit going on. And he, and he told me one day, he said, man, you can do anything you want to do around here, man. You're like the president. So from that point on, I was like 2015. So from that point on, I was just playing like everybody just in my hood was calling me that. And yeah. then as time went on, it just kind of like stuck with me. So the name Prezi, you didn't actually come up with yourself. That's what people nah, were calling Nah, my partner really gave it to me or anything. Word, and it just stuck with you. That's what's up, man. So let's talk about what inspired your music career, man. What, what, what took you to the music? Shit, the struggle, the struggle, just um, you know, growing up in the projects, being around yeah. the studio every day, and knowing I can rap and feeling like I can do it, just took off from there. I got you. So let's talk a little bit about the struggle because on this show, that's what we like to do. We like to bridge that gap from the struggle to where you at now. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Everybody value of success can mean something different to them. So let's just start from there. Like, what is success to you? Um, for me, you know, I got kids, so that's the first thing first is making sure my kids are straight. Um, that's how probably like my biggest accomplishment. Success in that part. Like I'm succeeding and making sure that my kids don't want for nothing. That, you know what I'm saying? They straight. Yeah. But other than that is just um just staying the same, man. Not 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 switching up due to the circumstances, man. Just knowing how to adapt and being the same person that I've been since day one. Yeah, I mean, a lot of things can, you know, one thing about life, it can really hit you sometimes off guard. You know what I'm saying? They say stay ready so you don't have to get ready. But sometimes life can hit you so hard where it's like nothing you could have done to brace for that hit. So um, right. let's talk about some kind of hardship that you've been through in your life, you know what I'm saying, the kind of you overcame and got you here today. Um, beating the murder case in 2016 was like probably like the biggest one. Um, yeah. Going through that experience, how tough that shit is, 
um, that kind of like shook me in a different way. But you know, I'm still here. I made it out. Exactly. And I'm glad you're still here and you're rocking with us, brother. And so, like, obviously, sure. based on your song, Do Better, it had to have been somebody in your family in your corner just just telling you to do better, you know what I'm saying, trying to push you in that everybody, other direction. Everybody, everybody. My mom used to be, my mom didn't even want me to go outside no more. She was like, nigga, you need to stay in the house. Yeah, word. Like, stay in the house. She was trying to have me quarantine, way before the quarantine. Like, nigga, you don't need to go outside no more. And how did you how did you first hear that information? You know what I'm saying? Like when people, because I know when when you go through stuff, sometimes your your inner self will be like, "Nah, man, I'm good." You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you gotta kind of humble yourself down to take words and be like, "All right, they got mad value. I trust in what you're saying." So what was it for you that made you kind of like just take heed? Like, yeah, man, they've been telling me to do better for this long. I got a bigger purpose. What it is? You know, it probably was. Day one, I'm talking about as soon as I walked through the gates, my mama came and picked me up and, and dropped me off in the house, like nigga. And I and my partners was literally like not even a block away. Yeah. And, uh, I'm trying to go say what's up to them before I go in the house and she like, nah nigga, go in the house. Like and she watched me walk in the house. I'm like, damn mom grown <laughs> She was on you. She was on you. Like, nah nigga, go in the house. Like yeah. family. So just, but then she still had got mad at me because the next day how I went out. Like, you know, I'm fresh, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. a nigga, you know, so it's like, I went out and somebody posted a picture of me and my partner's out and she was mad than a motherfucker. I can only imagine. Mad than a motherfucker. So when did the, I, I hate to bring up the, the song Do Better so much, but I can't not talk no. about it because, you know sure. what I'm saying, it really had a big play on, on your whole situation. You know, 40 million views on World Star. Last time I checked, it was like 26 million views on uh, on the remix on YouTube. I mean, the, the song itself has impacted a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So so I definitely wanted to talk about it. No, definitely. As far as the song goes. That song came, I got out in September. That song came out about like, came about in like November. Yeah. And, uh, so did you write the song when you was locked up? No. Or was it after? The studio we had our own studio at the time. Um, did the song, held on to it from like the book in the October, beginning in beginning of November. I did it, we held on to it, just holding it like no record, no nothing. Mm. Um, I shot the video in December. I shot the video the first time, the, the cameraman lost the footage, so I had to reshoot it. Man, and, that's tough. Yeah, I had to reshoot it a whole other time, so but it was cool. And then we, my brother ended up getting shot. My brother got shot December 24th. And then yeah. I ended up just putting it out the same day he got shot. Did you ever expect it to blow up? And condolences, yeah. I don't know the situation with your brother. Is he fine? Or he ain't make, I apologize. No, no, my brother, he, he, he ended up making it that thing, But okay. I didn't expect it to end up blowing up. I did, but I did. Like, I wasn't pressed about it. Like Yeah, because you had bigger things in your mind at the time, I'm sure. No, for sure, but. My first focus was I gotta try to get some money, like you know what I'm saying, fresh out. I ain't got no chicken like that. I gotta, you know what I'm saying, make some shake for myself. Yeah. And it was, a, it was just a blessing that it happened like that. But I used to be in when I first put it out, I used to be in the mirror rapping it to myself, like, man, I'm gonna be on Summer Jam with this song. This song gonna be on Summer Jam this year. Yeah. That motherfucker and it came, it came to play for me. Like, man, I can tell. I mean, the, you know, it's a good song. It's a good song. Ain't no way to put it. You know what I'm saying? The song is tough. 
I go around the country, at least somebody don't know. I'm gonna fuck with one person. Somebody don't know who I am. And eventually, that song got you on tour, right? Yeah. So, so let's talk about that tour life, man. How was it for you? It was cool. The first tour I went on was um, this tour with Mozzie, and then me and Filthy went on the tour. That shit was dope, man. We was going everywhere, man. We was having fun. A bunch of driving, but we was having so much fun, man. I had took yeah. a couple of my with me from the hood who ain't never been nowhere. That shit was just like a dope feeling, man. I know. That's just like a, a just living in blessings at that point, man. You yeah, but I mean? it's because on a tour, and I was doing that one song. So Mozzie would be doing this whole set, mm. and then when I come out, they go so crazy. So every time we used to get off the stage, he used to be like, like, damn, blood, you be still on the show every time. <laughs> that's crazy for you, nigga. I'm doing my whole set. Yeah. Like, he was I, real shit. Like, after the show, I wasn't getting paid for them, but after the show, he would just give me some money, just like, here, blood, just for you coming. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's here, love bro. right there, bro. I mean, sure. you know, there's something about, I've seen videos of you, perform, of you performing the song, and, like, man, it's just something about the way the audience knew the words to the song. I know that had every an time. Every time, everywhere I go, every single time I perform, they, they, it's like, I don't, I don't even got to rap this shit. I don't even got to say it. I don't let them do it for me every time. Yeah. So how did that energy feel while you was performing, man? It's nervous. Every time I get on the stage, no matter if I'm performing for the one person or 100,000 people, I'm nervous every single time. Yeah, but like once once the beat drop, it's over. That shit go out the window. And there's over a time where you like performing, you be like, "Dang, man, I came a long way." You know what Every I'm saying? Time. So, so like, do Every you ever have those time. moments where you just gotta almost shed a tear? Like, do you shed a tear for the situation at, at times? Probably like once. Probably summer jam was the only time that I really just sat there and was like, "Damn." Yeah. Like and then, why? Like, uh, and, you know, you got influential people like, you know, Nipsey Hussle was definitely. Rest that in peace to him. He showed you mad love. Man, he showed me some of the most love. Um, he told me that that was his favorite song. Like, I was on mouth. Like, you know, this is my favorite song. Man. Like, I met, I met him. I met him on a flute. Like, I was on tour with Mozzie. Mm. And we had to stop in L.A. for like two, three days. So we just in L.A. And I ended up just going to the Marathon store. And when I went in there, his brother... Sam, shout out Sam. He was like, nipping them just left, right? right. But I don't know his brother. I don't know nipping them. I don't, so I'm like, why? I'm, in my head, I'm like, why are you telling me this? I'm like, okay. Yeah. He's like, yeah, bro, I know who you is. Like, we just put your song on the thing. Woo, woo, woo. Like, nigga, take a pit. Woo. Gave me some free shit and everything. That's wild. So they like, yeah, we got a, a cannabis club. We got a cannabis club down the street. We got a cannabis club down the street. We got some other little, we got a burger spot. So mm -hmm. I don't smoke. So my brother and my partner was like, well, shit, let's go down to the cannabis club and get some weed. I'm yeah. like, nah, I ain't going there. So I drove. They're like, man, we trying to get high. We ain't. like, I'm like, fuck it. So I turned around. And when I went in the store, the lady behind the desk who was serving, she was like, oh, my God, right? So I'm like, what the fuck? This is before I really knew I was kind of like a star, right? Yeah. Like, she got on the phone. She like, y'all, guess what I got in the shop? She like, hey, come here. She turned the camera around on the phone. It was Nip on the phone. He was like, I'll never forget it. He was like, man, I thing like crazy. this. He like, man, we on our way to uh, Vegas right now. But as soon as I get back, I'm going to buzz in with you. Take my number down. I took his number down. And that shit was crazy. That's mad love, man. Because you see, Nip was a man of his word. 
A lot of people, like, they, they, they feed you that game all the time. Like, yeah, man, I'm going to call it's you. No, they got a, it's no follow-through with it. He had a follow-through yeah. with his game. That's what's up. And I think that's why a lot of people respect him, man. You know what I'm saying? He just was solid about everything he said. He stood by it. Solid. Yeah, he so. Uh, he definitely was solid. I didn't know. It's one thing I can't say. I knew he was super solid when he had a show in the city. And before, um, he wanted to, it was a couple of people that, you know, me and Ye, um, he fucked with Ye heavy too. He loved Ye music. Yeah. But before, the, um, before he went on the show, he was inviting Ye too. But that nigga called me personally and said, hey, I, like, I just want to make sure, like, you cool with little Ye. I'm like, yeah, that's my family. He's like, all right, like, I'm, I'm bringing them too. So I just didn't want to cross politics. I'm like, yeah, sure. yeah. <clears throat> a lot of rappers that's, don't be doing shit like that. That's what's up, man. So, um, and just in your life in general, what would you say is one of the hardest lessons you had to, to learn? You know what I'm saying? Just just up to present day. Because we all learn something in our lives that just, you know, that we live by from this point on. Um, I say the hardest lesson uh, is like you, when you're doing something good, man, it's always going to be haters everywhere you go. Like, no, you know, it's kind of like I'm one of like the coolest dudes. You never seen me hate. You never seen me diss nobody. Never. But I got so much hate just off that song, even from people who was close to me. Like mm-hmm. you gotta learn to beat that shit out and just not give a fuck about it. Like, yeah, that's just that's part of being in the spotlight, man. Some people hate when it's society. I I didn't know it at the time until mm-hmm. like to the present day. It's like you know, my fuckers are. Yeah, and sometimes they be people you don't even expect to hate on you like that because they be so phony they be faking they be showing you love a lot of times in your face and then when they not with you they talking they talking crazy and it, and sometimes it, it can be like that and, and it hurts you know what I'm saying to be nah, real it hurt so yeah I, I definitely cool. know that yeah, but that's cool <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a tough lesson to learn like um for me, even in business, you know what I'm saying? Like, for me, I was doing my thing before this pandemic hit. I was doing my things for photographer, taking videos, and I had my prices set. And I just knew at the time where when I raised my prices, I knew it was going to be some people that wanted my, my original pricing and went hate. Nah, it's you like, gotta- you know your worth. <laughs> it's like, when you know your worth, you know your worth, and you make that move, and it's time exactly. to make that move. You know, exactly. and not everybody with it. And but the craziest part is that they'll take their money and go spend it on somebody else, but they won't spend that same amount of money on you. It's crazy. And so nah. yeah, that, that I can relate to you in that aspect. Like, yeah, that's a tough lesson <laughs> to learn. Nah, for so sure. Like, you know, I, um during this whole time me rapping, I've been going through so much shit. Like the certain motherfuckers wouldn't even know. Like, you know, I yeah. lost two closest friends in a five months in a five month span like you know what I mean like two of my yeah. closest friends who I started this with I'm saying back to back five months apart over bullshit yeah. kind of fucked me in a way like you know what I mean and then um, my my big brother who I um, started doing this rapping with and with the one I had went to jail with he ended up getting a double life sentence Damn. you know and I was also being and I was also being investigated, like, see what I'm saying? So shit was just realer than just the rap. It was like so much shit was happening at one time so fast. Like, exactly. 
rapper didn't bring hate amongst just my people and motherfuckers. It brought hate with the police and everything. Like, I think a lot of people forget when it comes to just artists in general. A lot of the content and their music when they be making these songs, it's it's real. It's real life. It's so real. It's so real. It's so real, and it just be like a shame that. It, like motherfuckers yeah. uh, take your words out of context, even when you rap it. Like motherfucker, yeah. that that's something different. Like every time, it, it never feels. I could I could be talking about something totally different, but a hater or a motherfucker who want to see a motherfucker win, gonna try to put it in their own context. And, and like we was talking about earlier, when it comes to being in the spotlight, sometimes without even trying to call yourself an influence, you are. So it's like you gotta watch what you say because you just never know who can take that the wrong way. So like I used to be posting fights and shit and shit like that, and everybody used to be telling me Big Ron was one of them. He was like, "Bro, you can't be doing that. You somebody." I'm like, "Man, I'm still the same nigga. I'm in the yeah. hood still." Like you want to oh, still bro. be that, but you the elevated to, to, to a certain degree. People, hot and people, whether you know it or not, Big Ron told me he's like, "Whether you know it or not, people look up to you." You know what I'm saying? Your image. You don't want to be giving off that. So I was like, then it's in the right. Yeah. I'm, and I'm I'm a, a, people, a lot of people who end up in that situation never ask for it. So it's like one of those things where you just exactly. kinda you gotta embrace that this is this is what it is. It's the the um the deck of cards you done you know dealt. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So so now at this point, what the what do you feel like you have to do at this point to, to influence the youth or whatever? You know what I'm saying? To lead them in a in a do better situation. Man, my thing is I just try to move accordingly and I don't try to get no bad advice. I don't yeah. try to get no hate or no shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's not what I'm buying. I ain't promoting the hate. I ain't promoting the bullshit. Like, yeah. Like, it comes with it, but at the end of the day, I'm not promoting it. So I'm it's sorry. like. I didn't yeah. cut you off. I was about to say, I know now that you, you know, you got a whole family to think about. Um, me, I got a baby on the way myself. You know what I'm saying? So appreciate it, brother. So, like, my mind starting to, to think more or less on me and more about the values that yeah. I want them to have growing up. So what kind of values would you want your children to have, you know, after looking at your lifestyle and everything you've been through? Um... Speak their mind, first and foremost. Um, I don't want none of my kids to hold their tongue. I don't want mm -hmm. none of my kids scared to speak on nothing. And just first, it's just most importantly, like, just showing them, like, you know, I, I had no choice but to be in a project when I grew up. I want to just make sure that they got a choice. Like, I don't want to raise my kids in the projects where they got to feel like they got to do what everybody else got to do. Yeah. Like, I just want kids to be leaders. Like, that's what I expect from them. Like, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I just know that no matter what you teach your kids, <clears throat> no matter what you show them, ultimately it's going to be up to them to make the right decisions when it comes down to it. So I just try exactly. to, like, you know, just show them a different way. Like, you know, spend time, more time with my son than, than my dad spent with me and type shit like that. Like, you know, and I don't hold nothing against my dad and no shit like that because everybody deals with shit different. Yeah. I don't want my son to feel. Like, you know what I mean? I, I can dig that. I definitely do, man. So what about now, brother? What, what we got going on? What, what new projects you working uh, man, on? Man, I'm going to drop this song with OMBP. This is like my favorite song right now. Um, it's called Street Shit. I'm trying to get him to shoot the um, hook part of, this vi of the video, and then it's going to be done. But other than that, man, I've just been in the studio working. 
And uh, I'm trying to get another album out of BP, man, but he's been hiding from me, man. So <laughs> BP, my studio. boy, man. Um, definitely, I definitely love that um, SMG album y'all worked on I together. That. No, listen, that album just came about just me hearing how dope he was and was like, man, let's just get in here and just work. And it just like happened. It wasn't like planned or nothing. It just happened. And, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I was so amazed by how dope he is. Like, I was like, he'd tell you, I was like, bro, you really, it's like the truth. Like, and how he yeah. come up with how he work, it's just like, it's quick and easy. He don't like, it, it was crazy watching him work, bro. Like, and I, I just I like the way he's just unique, bro. He just himself. Super, you know he just saying? himself. Like, he just himself. You know, he ain't trying to I be really, nobody else. No, it's crazy because I really consider him a friend of mine. Like, you know, I don't use that word too lightly, but he's a real friend of mine. Like, that's dope. And he's himself. He ain't trying to be nobody. He not like he just himself. And it's cool mm -hmm. that way. Like, like it's cool that way. He ain't trying to be none that he ain't. He be himself around. We just laugh and joke the whole set. We just have fun, bro. I'm definitely so, looking I, forward to him. Y'all do some more work together in the future. Trying to get man. part two up out of it, man. I'm trying to see Facts. if uh, see if he gonna it, come out of quarantine. You can you can ask BP. I'm bumping the SMG in the car right now. That yeah, album's my favorite album. That album, I really feel like if it was promoted in the right way, that yeah. album was man. Big, bigger than what it is, but that album, everybody who listened to it, some of that album was like one of the hardest albums. Definitely fire, man. But I ain't gonna take up too much of your time, brother. I just want to say you. I do appreciate you for coming through. Appreciate um, you, blood. Right on for having me. Ain't a problem, man. God bless you. God bless you. Remember to follow me live on Instagram at KingLegend757. Turn on those post notifications so you don't miss a beat.